BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. We don't bite hard. Hey everybody, it's Mike here with BeastNet, and today I got with me Brother Bollocks. You got, you got the, the two main people from BeastNet. Um, yeah. How you doing? I'm good, I guess. Yeah, we got the founder with you, and we got the manager with me, and I just like to sit here in the background and stay out of the limelight, but, you know, going into into February, we're, what are we, uh, this layer Monday, so eight days, I think, until the first race of the year. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we're not doing that race, but more heart than scars will be there, and that's the, the Jacksonville Spartan races. Yep. So if no. you're new to the show and you don't know, we've pretty much aligned ourselves very heavily with the teams like More Heart Than Scars, who we travel the country with, Oscar Mike, who we've done a bunch of races with, um, Ainsley's Angels for our friends. You know, we've really kind of changed the direction of ourselves into more of a more of a volunteer background for Mike and I. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely changed our outlooks on life spending the time out on course with adaptive athletes or people with, you know, visible and invisible scars has just been amazing. And, and really, I think it, it for me, and, and I think I've heard you say it also, it saved OCR for us. We were done. Yeah. Yeah. We were done. I mean, that, that's what I, I think a lot of people don't know. They've, they've heard me say it, but a lot of people, I haven't really mentioned the fact that me and Don had talked about just being done with it and trying to figure out we didn't even talk about what direction we wanted to go with BeastNet since we were like we're done with OCR this is just that there's nothing left in this community for us um yeah and that that is really the sad thing because before COVID there was a striving community with lots of people involved we would host workouts with Beast OCR or host a Spartan workout and we'd have 100 people there yeah and then after COVID we can't get four or five people. There's no community left to OCR, especially in the Pacific Northwest. There's little pockets, but you know, you yeah. got up and ran away. And uh, I did. You know, kudos to you. You found a good workmate down there, and and you're keeping going. And you know, I'm still up here in the in the dark with a bunch of people that are afraid to go out and work out in the snow. Yeah, yeah. No, I've um, Jamie has been amazing down here. Um, which I, I mean, some people know I met Jamie, and she, I think the first time I talked to her about on the podcast was the first time I did the Dallas Ultra, um, and that's when I met Jamie. She was my savior on the Ultra. Um, she'll tell you the opposite that I was her savior, but we we saved each other on the Ultra. So once I knew she lived in Conroe, which was the town we've been looking at from the beginning when we've talked about moving to Houston, um, it was just amazing. So now that we're down here, I've been doing training with her and I've also found uh, the URUC um, Endurance Club, uh, which is amazing. So they're the ones that make the ruck straps, which if you don't have ruck straps on your ruck, you need them. You have a good point there because I know you get five, 10 miles into rucking and all of a sudden your neck starts to hurt, your shoulders do. And you're grabbing at your, your at your uh, your straps, trying to pull mm-hmm. them up. But if you got those ruck straps that actually mount to the ruck and pull it up, yep. it takes all that pressure off your lower back when you're out on a long ruck. 
it does and you can just lift your arms up and i mean i think you saw pictures when i was back home with you um and we did the rock that where i was lifting up just taking that pressure off my shoulders and it's amazing the way it feels to be able to do that so yeah so i mean i love those and like i said i'm in mean, juan carlos who um is the the basically the invent one of the inventors for a rock strap um he's the one that runs the u rock uh rocking club down here so um We've been having a blast with him. I think I'm going to get him on an episode here soon. Um, he may. I'm trying to talk him into joining us in Houston. So at the Houston Spartan weekend, which any of my listeners that are in the Houston area, um, if you want to go to that weekend, let me know. We we could definitely use some some bodies for, for help. Yeah. And that's the athletes. Yeah, that's an official More Heart Than Scars race. It mm -hmm. is a very, very long drive. For those that are coming over, and uh, you know they won't probably have near as much equipment on on tap, but uh, you know you're going to be there, and I think Joey and Angie and mm -hmm. a bunch of other people are going to be there, and it's going to be a I great think, time. I think Hobbit said she's going to make it. Um, one thing a lot of people don't know is, I mean, we've actually we started off I think with one athlete for Houston, and I think at this point we're up to three chairs. So. So we're and definitely going to need some help. Yeah, and that is a huge change because generally working in the southeast, more heart than scars, you know, we'll have 40, 50 people out there at a race supporting the chairs. Each chair takes at minimum, um, really four is the absolute minimum. We ran that on an ultra, but seven is kind of the key number per chair. So with three chairs, you need at least 21 volunteers. Yeah. And right now I think we've got 12. So if you're listening yes. and you're in the Houston area and you want to get out and do something that will just make you feel amazing afterwards, reach out to myself, reach out to Mike, reach out to Joey McGlamory. Um, we'll get you on course to help support us because we're definitely going to need it there. Um, unfortunately, my travel schedule is not letting me come to Houston, which is a big bummer because, you know, I actually have a place to stay there and it's not going to be in a hotel, but. You but, do. Uh, but you want to be in the, the the guest room's already taken, just so you know. Yeah. Dave beat but, you to that. Who did? Dave. Oh, Dave's coming down? Yep, Dave's coming down. Oh, so. what's up? We're going to have yeah. the uh, the Common Man OCR on course, too. Yep, Um, which I'm hoping, since he'll be staying at my house, and there's a studio here, that there may be an episode with him. The only thing that'll be, I might be able to make it work. Find a way to make it so that we can both be on video. I have some ideas. All right. Um, my travel schedule, which is kind of part of the reason that I wanted to hop on with Mike tonight, was um, the big announcement that More Hearts Than Scars is definitely moving west. We made it to Dallas. We made it to Houston. Uh, a couple years ago, Joey flew out to Colorado and did a race. Well, in 2024, we are all set to do two races in California this year. And one trifecta weekend in Washington are on the books, as well as, I mean, right now there's a total of, I, I want to say it's like 62 events, which in some cases, and this was something that happened last year, we had three chairs in three different states doing races. And that is a huge accomplishment from where we started. Um, you know, if you yeah. look at the old pictures and the old videos, I mean, for training, they used to use a a red wagon and they would tow Erica around uh, Zach's house. And that's literally mm -hmm. how they started out um, with things like that. Or, you know, 
the first race Zach ever did, they were out there with just regular climbing rope and a, a hospital wheelchair and you know, they realized they could do better. And, and now we're doing everything we can and we're doing it coast to coast. Yeah. So, so that's going to be the fun part in Houston. We're going to have luckily in Houston, that's the only thing that happened that weekend. And we're going to have three actual chairs here. Um, Cause that was the one thing, I guess, uh, Ainsley's angels who were working with down here, um, they were going to just bring normal wheelchairs and we're like, no, no, we got it. We, we got something better. So, yeah. So Joey's got that all set up. I pretty much told him, just tell me where you want me to be, you know, and I'll be there. And we, you know, and that's the, that's the one thing is I have to tell everyone, if you come down here and you volunteer, that's the attitude you got to walk in with. Don't walk in with an attitude of you want to do this. You're going to do that. You walk in with the attitude of what does Joey want? Yep. It's just, where do you need to be coach? Yep. And it's literally how it is. And, and I guarantee at the end of that race, if it's your first race going out with one of these adaptive athlete teams, whether it be more heart than scars, Oscar, Mike, Ainsley's angels, operation, enduring warrior, any of those teams, you go out with them, you finish a race with them. It will change your life. It will. It did me. Like I said, for me, it was one of those things I, I talked to them. I'd helped once in Seattle. Um, I had helped with, nicole to get her but she was pretty much walking through that whole thing um so that was amazing this one i mean i i finally got to do you know in dallas with marla which was amazing even though there was issues but we're gonna make that up for for her in fayetteville um and then did world's toughest and we did 30 miles you know pulling and pushing that chair and i got a chance to pretty much be on a couple different spots in the chair. I still have not been a break and I still haven't been the horse yet. Um, those are I, I got to be the pony for a minute. What's that? As I say, those are probably the two hardest because as the break, you're the chair leader. Yep. And as the horse, man, you're, you're the horse. Yeah. You're the one that's pulling the cart. And I was not in the shape to do that then, but I, I did, you know, just about all my, I think I did pony for a few minutes. Pony's a weird one for me. Cause every time I do that, when I think of, um, yeah, Gene Simmons, um, but yeah, I had to get that video and I sent it to, <laughs> oh God, what's it? Amanda. I sent it to Amanda and I'm like, cause I kept saying it. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I sent it to her and she's like, no, I'm never going to not think of that when they say pony. And I'm like, good that I've done my part. <laughs> and that's so if you don't thing. know what I'm talking about, look up, I'm a pony, Gene Simmons, and you'll get it. That's the other thing, the camaraderie and the family on course. Yeah. It's what's been missing from Spartan post COVID. It has. And that was a thing for me. Um, before COVID, everything like that, everyone remember, I would always talk about my family, my race family, my race wives, my race family, all of it. Since COVID, I just haven't had that. And then luckily on this last, you know, the, this, these races with more heart than scars, I found that again. And, th and that's the part to me that was amazing um you talked about another one of the big highlight races um this year we're going to be out at fayetteville um marla's revenge race as we're calling it um yeah. that's going to be an interesting one joey's going to be in machu picchu i think or some other random country leading a group so we're going to have a team out there without the race director and it's going to be an amazing time but we're planning lots of uh, backups and plans to make sure everything works. Um, at that race, again, if you want to come out and, and cheer us on or volunteer, reach out ahead of time. I'm pretty sure we're going to have more than one athlete at that race. So there's going to be plenty that weekend to do. Um, yeah. 
the biggest highlight for me this year is going to be, you know, June 1st down in uh, California. I believe they call it the Monterey uh, weekend. We're mm -hmm. going to have uh, Mariana out there who has cerebral palsy and she's deaf. Last year, she was able to do a deck a mile and do two sprints. And this year, uh, Joey and I got on the horn with her and, uh, and discussed what her plans were. And we are going to get her through her first trifecta. So nice. in one year, she'll finally get to do all three races. She's never been able to, to do a beast. And the thought of 13 miles, you know, was, was pretty daunting. But, you know, every day I see her checking in on Facebook, working out, and, and just always a, a beacon of, of joy and shining happiness. So I know that even if it's the worst 13 and a half miles in Central Florida when we do her beast at the end of the year, um, we're still all going to have fun doing it. But yeah. back, to the, back to the super in California. June 1st, we're going to have her out, and we're going to do a super in California. And then we'll be out there on Sunday for the sprint, uh, carrying the flag and helping anybody else out on course. So if you want to meet uh, myself or Joey or Ted, we should all be there. I believe Joy might even be flying out. So it's going to be a good, uh, good bit of the Southeast team coming out. And we would love to meet more of you on the West Coast. Um, the way that we make this a huge, bigger, best Nothing like it event is we grow the, the nonprofit on the West Coast. And that is why we're flying everybody out. And we're starting to support individual athletes on the West Coast. And depending on how things go with some things here for me in Houston, um, that's the hard part is just being this being my first year in Houston um, and hitting some of the earlier races. Um, I, I'm hoping that I'll be able to fly out for at least one of those. I'm hoping for the Seattle race to see you know, cause that was my home race for years, but we don't know. So considering I'm going to be in Seattle in June and July, but for two other races. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be cool. You're going to be up there for, uh, for the CSU mm -hmm. in, team B snack. We got to get yep. back to our, we got to get back to our third place. I, I'd like to get better than third, but last year we didn't even get third, but, um, but there was a lot more teams this year, which was amazing. So and a lot more competition. So um, we yeah. have our team set. I just finished setting it. It's uh, me, Chris, and Virginia. That ought to be a heck of a group because uh, yeah. Virginia has no quit in her. No, and she was there last year and it whooped her butt. And she wants revenge. So she's come back for revenge. Um, I've been pushing a lot harder this year, partly because I've got a an Ironman coming up in a couple in two months. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've been pushing a lot harder, but I've got my... I've got some new training things that I've been working with. So, and then in July you'll be back, and it sounds like you're going to make me do a Ragnar finally. Maybe I'm hoping. I mean, if you can make it, I would love to. But right now we're trying to figure it out. Um, I think we might have a sixth, but I, I have room for you. So well, if you're not in my sits, van, you can be in Kelly's van. As it sits, I'm supposed to be out of town the week before and the week after. So well, I might know if you're in. be able to make that work. Um, if you're in, we'll make it work. You can get the van for me. Just got to clear it with the boss. No, we're screwed. And, and of course, you know, I happen to drive a Ford excursion or two different minivans. So 
So yeah, if you do that, then I don't have to rent a minivan, but yeah, which would be good because well, actually well, part of the thing is too, what we might do, cause we do, you know this, but most people may not, I have a store, still have a storage unit up there and we keep finding random crap that's in that storage unit that I need. So when we go, I go back there for Ragnar, um, we're actually going to rent or whatever, a, a minivan to take back with us. And we're going to load up that and take it, take all the stuff back. And that'll save you a hundred bucks a month anyways, right? Yeah. So that'll save us. But I mean, if you have something we can use instead of having to rent, because I looked up renting for that week just for the weekend um, for a van is 500 bucks. As I say, 400 and something. Yeah, about 500 bucks. I do bucks. know that because that's, uh, again, going to California and having Joey fly in with a wheelchair and stuff. Uh, I've got to rent a, a minivan and be able to do that. So yeah, but yeah, we've, yeah. Uh, we've already experienced a little bit of that. Yeah, because last year, the last couple of years, we've been able to use one of the team members' vehicles. So, and this year, the guy that had the vehicle last year is out because his kids, damn kids, have a mountain bike tournament that weekend. So, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, and he also broke his leg, but he could still outrun me with a broken leg anyway. I mean, it's Dan; he's quick. True. Um, other big events that are going on this year that uh, that are official um, races, uh. For more heart than scars. You know, I got to say the bear crawl down in North Carolina that's put on by the, the founding wife of, uh, of the more heart than scars. Wendy's going to be down there. That's her race. They do that every year. It's a huge event where we have a lot of turnout for the team. Uh, and then, and that's you know, different than, and that's different than the bear crawl they're doing for Spartan, right? Yeah. So there's, I know Dan, did Dan talk about the bear crawl? He did. He did mention the bear crawl. He talked about it. All right. So the bear crawl race is a OCR put on by more heart than scars and Wendy, uh, formerly Paven. I I forgot her last name again. It starts with a G, (laughs) but, uh, so she puts that on, but what Dan's doing is really cool. Him and a couple other people or anybody that wants to dress up as a bear at a couple of the races, Dan's going to take them all out on the kids course to go and do a bear crawl for the entire course while raising money and raising donation bears for the local uh, children's hospital, which is amazing. Yeah. Children's hospital, police force, et cetera. Um, Dan's been doing some amazing things. I really, really enjoyed talking with him these last few months. Uh, You know, really since I spent a lot of time with him at, uh, at the central Florida Spartan last year, um, with the VA wave, which was the second yeah. VA wave. And now the VA wave has spread out into so much more. They're actually doing a, a VA wave or a hero's run at Jacksonville and at Tampa, um, a whole bunch of the Southeast ones. And if we can get this going across the country, Spartan and, and the Veterans Administration, you know, that'd be a hell of a thing to have every race have one VA wave. Um, yeah. Almost every race is close to some form of either VA or base i mean seattle would be an awesome one and i'm actually i'm going to poke the bear speaking of dan the bear um see if he can reach out to the seattle you know either everett or or seattle va and see if we can do something up here that'd be awesome with our friends from bsocr we'd be able to to field enough people to come out and support on a on a two to three mile sprint oh i'm sure yeah adam adam would be able to definitely um get enough people for that i would think Yep. So that's uh, that's someone to reach out to Dan about and see if we can maybe do something like that up here. Uh, another huge race for for more heart than scars, and just for anybody who 
wants to do an amazing race. You got War X out in Ohio, and I hope to have uh, the race director from there back on here shortly on the show. Um, War I would X. love to. <laughs> I would love to go there. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like besides that, and there's like I think doesn't Julie do a race in Ohio? She does the Black Swamp Runner. I said those are the only two reasons I can think of going to Ohio. I mean, there is the Cincinnati trifecta. More heart than scars is going out to also. Yeah, but, I think more X and, and Julie's race. I think would be more reason to go to, to yeah, Ohio. Phoenix race. Uh, anything that they put on is awesome. Um, Jason Fye is an evil mastermind. He is, and he just pr- proposed. Um, congratulations, by the way. Yes, congratulations to Julie and Jason. Hopefully, uh, we can do a wedding, and maybe Mike can uh, be your your minister. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. That'd be amazing. I just got to lose go, a couple more weight so I can get in the kilt. Go do it out on course. In the kilt. Yeah, I need to lose some go. weight so I can fit the kilt. It's almost there. Yep, I'm getting there. I I haven't actually been losing weight, but my everything's changing from swimming as much as I do and everything else. So yeah. Um couple other big races for the team um they're going out and doing uh tougher or i think it's tougher mudder up in uh, chicago a whole bunch of team members are going out and doing that um unfortunately with with uh tough mudder killing the holy grail unholy grail this year i know that that really bums some people out because i'm pretty sure that that was a big part of what uh hobbit and and poophead were doing was chasing their unholy grail but we'll definitely see i don't i've never paid attention so i'm not even sure what that is uh well i talk about it but it doesn't exist so we'll move on there we go. <laughs> um spartan and tough mutter found that too many people were doing the absolute minimum to get their unholy grail and they weren't actually going out and giving every race at all so they felt like it was kind of a consolation prize at that point and they don't want to do it until they figure out a way to make it uh, something more competitive or something more of a challenge is how I understood the conversation. Yeah. I'm not even going to comment on that because I want to keep myself nice because we're trying to keep good with Spartan. I mean, Spartan's done some really stupid things lately. Um, they have. They got rid of two of the best race directors I've ever met. Yep. And and I'm sure there was a lot to it. Uh, you know, there's, there's just been a lot of changes in Spartan the last couple of years. You know, Rob Lede moving on. Um, I think he's still doing some contract work for them, but he was the the head of MCs for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then they moved into front office, and then he moved on. Same thing with Garfield. They announced just a little while back he was moving into front office, and now he's moved on. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what it is, but they move people to front office and they move on. So hopefully, Very interesting. Uh, Hopefully we get that figured out. Uh, I'm sure that that Steve Hammond and and uh, Garfield are going to end up places and do some amazing things. Um, back when when uh, Battle Frog was Battle Frog Bone Frog, one of the frogs was first trying to come back. Um, Garfield for a long time was actually a course designer there and yeah. a, a line MC, so he was willing to go help and get that going. So I'm sure those guys are going to land on their feet and do something fun. Um, and I can't wait to see what it is and I will follow them because they are amazing. Those two are amazing. So when I saw that graphic that the, the, those two have been let go, that was not, that was not something that made me happy. Yeah, that was a, that was not a very good day for the world of Spartan. Um, no. 
but continuing down the, the map, um, you know, if you guys want the listeners, um, you just go to the More Heart Than Scars page, and I believe that Mark and Joey have both posted the complete schedule of all the events. So I'm not going to go through them all. I'm just going to go through the highlights that Mike and I are going to be at. Um, because, of course, you know, you as the listener just want to come meet us. That's all it's about, right? Yep. Oh, wait. No, that's how we get them to not come. Wait, wait. <laughs> hey, now. People want to meet us. They do, I swear. Yeah. Yeah, all two of them want to meet us. But uh, yeah. but no, like you said, the Seattle Spartan, you hope to be here. I will be here. Um, I know we've got at least Nicole flying up here. She wants to get a trifecta um, in a single weekend, do the trifecta. And this one will be a whole lot less support because she's not going to have a regular team. Uh, when she came up from Portland, we had a great time and did that a couple of years ago with her. And uh, I'm hoping that by the time Seattle comes around, we might have a few more athletes traveling up here, possibly some more adaptive athletes. And, uh, and we'll get out here and have a good showing because, again, it's Seattle. I'm sure that with BSOCR and Team West Coast Spartans, between the two of them, we can definitely get enough support to support as many people as that want to come out. Yeah. And I mean, I know a couple of people up there that have said they've wanted to. I mean, Brian, of course, wants to. He said he would help. I mean, he, he's, you know, I think that's the only reason Brian would do a Spartan at this point is if you called him up and said, hey, come help us with this athlete. And he'd be like, I'm there. Yeah, that's pretty much the conversation we did have. Uh, yeah. I miss Brian. I miss my Saffer brother. Yep. Um, I miss you too, but you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I talk to you every day. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um. If you guys want to get crazy, down in Central Florida, November 9th and 10th, World's Toughest Mudder. I don't know who all we're taking on that course, but I do know that more heart than scars will be there. I know that we should have some adaptive athletes. I don't know who all has signed up. I know that Dale and Hobbit are signed up. I think uh, Elizabeth and a handful of others, you know, all the crazies are going to come out of the woodwork for that one. So I haven't put my name on the list yet, but it's, it's going on. All right, so you're going to do it again. You're going to be crazy twice. Yeah. And then uh, the following weekend on the other coast, over in uh, Northern California, that's when we'll be taking Mariana out again. And we're going to go out and get her sprint. For the sprint, she's going to do it all self-ambulatory. She's going to walk the sprint. We'll be there to support her and uh, help her through the course. Her interpreter is, is traveling with her to all these places, so... Though I am slowly trying to learn sign language very unsuccessfully. I know um, a little bit, but I can't show it. Yeah, I know. The guy at work loved one of the ones I showed him. Um, I have a deaf guy that, that shops with me, but uh, you know, how's that? I going? used to because that's what I did for high school. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, what? So, what? Awful. Weird. Yeah, if it's right. I. I think I'm this not... is dirty pig or something, but I yeah, that's remember. a good one for you, dirty pig. Yep. <clears throat> like I said, that's what I did for high school for my foreign language was was sign language, and I don't remember anything. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing about that weekend that we're doing NorCal with Mariana, that same weekend is the kind of one of the home races for for More Heart Than Scars, the Newberry, South Carolina, and that's another one where we'll have a huge group of people out there and they'll all be racing together and have a great time and of course we finish off the every year down in central florida this year december 7th and 8th 
we're going to be down there. We're going to have a couple of different uh, uh, Airbnbs or Verbos or whatever they are. Um, you know, we pretty much take over the town down there. And we'll have the VA wave there for sure. We'll have the Orlando VA. We'll bring out some, some Spartans to join us. And we're going to be taking Mariana. We're flying her all the way to Florida. And we're going to take her on her first beast and finish out the year in the swamp with the alligators and, uh, and the bulls that want to chase you and all the fun stuff. Still can't believe I missed the alligator. I got pictures. I think I sent you a picture, didn't I? I know I sent you a picture of the mud puppy, but yeah, you did send me a picture of the alligator. I missed it. I think I was carrying Erica at that point, but yeah, I mean, we last two years ago, two years ago, the bulls were loose and tried yeah. to attack Mark. That was fun. I mean, I've got nice. videos of that. I think I just posted it as a as a YouTube clip once or something. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, this year's race season is going to be fun. It's going to be crazy with me being up here in the Northwest, Mike in the central U S down there, hanging out in Houston. Um, of course our brother, Ted, who's over in, uh, Colorado, Utah right now. And he's right talking now. about going abroad. So I mean, we're, we're trying to get this team spread out coast to coast. Yeah. And, and technically because we are officially doing races on both coasts the same weekend later this year. That's officially coast to coast. Yeah. Which is amazing. I mean, considering where this team was and I mean, to see it grow and see how much it helps people. And I think that's the biggest thing for me is that's the, the, the amazing thing is, you know, we've had a few of the athletes on here and some of the, the volunteers and some of the, the rest of the team like us. Um, what a lot of people don't think about all of us have, you know, you can kind of see it behind me. It's been tough. I'm still trying to figure out how to get the the whole logo behind me. But the the flag and everything, where we talk about the invisible scars that most people miss. You can yeah. see, you know, I mean, Erica, obviously, she's in a wheelchair. She has no use of her legs. That's, that's obviously an adaptive athlete. But then you see some of the people, especially the ones with like Oscar Mike and all them, that have the 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 invisible scars that you can't see, the PTSD, the depression, all of that kind of stuff, the anxiety. And most of us team members, one of the reasons why we love this so much, because we all have those invisible scars. Yeah. And we've all had to hide them most of our life. And now we're realizing we don't have to hide those. There are people out there that will help you. There are people out there that you can talk to. If you have these invisible scars and you feel like you're alone, which it can get very lonely sometimes, you can reach out to any of us because most of us that are on this team, we're on this team because we've been there. <clears throat> That's very true. And, you know, one thing we keep talking about coast to coast, and you know, I'm going to put my phone up here real quick because I know a lot of people haven't seen this logo and it's going to blur itself out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's blurring itself out because you got the background blurred. Uh -huh. It doesn't uh, want to focus on that. It did for a second. I, I will go ahead and put it on the screen when we're talking while I edit this. But uh, more hurt than scars, Tanzania. Some people don't know about this, but Erica moved part-time to Tanzania and uh, with has her a husband. business. Yes, with her new husband, Winfred. Um, now, she's over there part-time, and part of that is now uh, we're looking at ways to build and distribute uh, inexpensive yet durable wheelchairs to children in Tanzania, because there's actually 
uh, Erica told me the, the story about watching kids literally sitting on the ground, dragging their bodies um, behind them because they, they needed a wheelchair. And, uh, and that just, it is just crazy to think that that is happening in this world. But through More Heart Than Scars and More Heart Than Scars Tanzania, um, we're going to go ahead and try to solve that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, too, if you want, the other thing you got to think about, too, a lot of people on here, if you, you want to know because you can't get to one of the events, you can't do any of that, whatever, but you want to help, there are ways. If you go to any either one of our Facebook pages or the BeastNet Facebook page, there's, you know, all sorts of links with QR codes where you can donate to more heart than scars and if you want if you donate a hundred dollars and you send a message to joey telling him you donated a hundred dollars he'll give you a free race yep it'll be a either a spartan a tough mutter or now we've got deca uh, mild mm -hmm. deca uh, i don't remember what the deca names are but the decas are covered too which and, is a great deal i mean well, right now sprints are going for what 140 something crazy like that imagine having to actually pay full price for an ultra 239 dollars i think for 100 bucks we'll give you an ultra yeah so if you didn't buy a season pass you need to talk to joey you need to reach out to the team and we'll get you the hookup best price in town and that mm -hmm. that that hundred dollars that doesn't get filtered by spartan it doesn't go anywhere else it goes no. directly to more heart than scars and all they do is turn that around put that into equipment put that into um, taking athletes to these races, um, you know, Mike and I and Joey, we get no reimbursement out of this. We no. do this out of our own heart. We fly all around the country. Mm -hmm. um, and in Joey's case, all around the world, he's been to Mount Kilimanjaro twice now. They took Erica up Kilimanjaro. There'll be a movie coming out later this year about it. And we'll be talking a lot about that when it starts to get close. Uh, it's called Meandering Scars, put on by the Birdmine Productions Company. Um, First year, God, it had to have been 2021, I think. Uh, first year back to racing post-COVID. Um, the team from Birdline was out at the Central Florida um, Beast with us and took just tons and tons of footage of, of Erica and the team. And you know, by the time Erica summited Kilimanjaro and got back down, uh, her and Winfred were pretty much engaged and ready to get married. Uh, so the, the world is amazing and the story that you see when that documentary comes out you're just going to be surprised it's amazing if you mm -hmm. haven't checked out Birdmine before they actually have a couple of other really great uh, short stories on there right now um, there's one about Allison's sister that is currently doing the it's uh, doing all the circuits of all of the different film um, film festivals it's called 13 um, her sister is uh got some physical disabilities and and it goes into great depth about that that's an actual short feature film um then there's another one with ryan mason former miss wheelchair usa and last year's miss uh miss america talking about ehlers danner's syndrome because they both suffer from it one of them's already in a wheelchair one of them will probably eventually be in a wheelchair and they had a great conversation it was facilitated by Allison and the team at Bergmine, and they put that together. So, yes, I'm out here just kind of pimping my friends today. But no, uh, that's fine. But these are just I'm... great people who do great things for other people. They're not, they're not out here looking for self promotion. They're out here 
doing this because they love other people. They love humankind. So. And that's what amazes me about this whole group. I mean, once you got me involved with more heart than cigars, I mean, at first I'm like, okay, this is kind of, you know, whatever. But then once I really got to know the people and got to know everything, it's, they're just here for the athletes. It's like, I think I've talked to a couple people on here, you know, about, you know, being uh, volunteering and going out and doing this. And you forget that you're out there to do a race because you're not. Because like World's Toughest, I wasn't out there to do World's Toughest. I was out there so Marla could do World's Toughest. You know, when I did, you know, the, for my birthday, I went out to Florida and I did the Beast. I wasn't there so I could do the Beast. I was there so Erica could do the Beast. I think you were there just because you wanted Bear to sing you happy birthday. I had no idea that was going to happen in your day. <laughs> just saying. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it was amazing. And I mean, that was the one thing because I've talked to Erica so many times. And it was so amazing to do the race with her um, and how much trust she has in the group. I mean, I can remember the, the first time, like, there were, she was coming over one of the things and she's like, Mike, catch me. And I'm like, what? You know, and all of a sudden, like, okay, you know, and I picked her up and carried her. And I mean, it was just kind of one of those things, like, I've never had someone put that much trust in me so easily and everything else and it was just you know and I, I don't know if it's because we've talked so much or if that's just the way she is but it was just amazing to me that i could do that that you know she was able to do that race because we were there to help her yeah. and she was able to experience that and how many other athletes are able to experience this because we're there you know with nicole it was it was amazing because we were there to help her but she did so much on her own that I didn't get it as much that time. And I also had a lot of my brain too, because I was planning on doing the, the Iron Man the next day. Didn't know how bad that was going to go, but <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I had that on my mind too, but I mean, this time it was just, it was all about the whole race was about Erica and just getting Erica through and making it all work, you know, um, and how much she did on her own too. I mean, she is so strong and so amazing, which is just was so great to see how many things she could do by herself, you know, that she wasn't, it wasn't just about the, you know, us helping her. She did so much, just her, which is just amazing. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of stuff that's just changed lives. Um, you know, you mentioned how Nicole did the Portland race with us and she, she did it mostly by herself. Well, that was, that was what, uh, six months after I did the first race that she'd ever done where she was fully in a wheelchair yeah. and at that race she wanted to do the barbed wire crawl and there was no physical way to get the wheelchair there and so Dale and myself and Juan and I don't remember who else maybe Tegan or somebody we actually like crawl on the ground functioning her legs and balancing her so that she could walk the hundred yards and be able to do the barbed wire crawl. And that was the thing that got her motivated to find some, some, uh, what do you call those braces for her ankles and to work with the, the physical trainers and get back to the part where she can walk. Mm -hmm. And actually I've seen video of her jogging, which, uh, you know, we haven't jogged or ran on course together yet because you know, I don't know why, but, Probably because I'm slow and fat, but, <laughs> but she happens. 
she went from in a wheelchair to to walking which i kind of i i maybe fibbed a little i told her that portland was a very flat course i forgot about that one stupid hill one that's the one that mattered but yes we're drinking seattle is flatter than than portland was but uh yeah but yeah, so we got her up there and it was over four miles was the total course on that one. And she did every obstacle that she mm-hmm. wanted to. She, you know, was able to to walk with her arm crutches. And and honestly, that's probably one of the best pictures that I got up in the office in work is the picture of all of us that Spartan took where we were all lined up and the flags were out. And it was just a beautiful picture. Am I in that picture? Yeah. You know, what's really bad, and this sounds so bad since COVID. I don't think I've downloaded one picture. Hmm. I've taken I a had, few thousands, so. I had so many before I would go into one and I would find every picture of me and download it. Since COVID, I'm like, well, I mean. Yeah. Um, and the other two athletes that I kind of wanted to call out a little bit, uh, in the, the three, four years that I've been doing this, four years now, I guess, with more heart than scars. Wow. Yeah, it's been four years I've been doing this with them. And you know, we started out uh, Bess when she first came out with us for her first race. She was pretty much quadriplegic. She moved her arms a little bit, but I remember that first time I met her. You know, I had to actually hold her drink and let her, you know, sip through a straw, and and she wasn't moving wow. or feeling very much. She was a Pilates instructor that got a motorcycle accident and and lost the ability to to walk completely and. And just in the, the three years that we've been working with her, she's actually walking. Um, the last race, there was more than a quarter mile where she walked up and downhill. And, and you know, it's not fast walking or anything, but she's, she's ambulatory now. She can get around. She's overcoming. Now, I'm pretty sure they told her she wasn't going to walk again. And now she's, she's starting to get back into Pilates to go from awesome. quadriplegic to Pilates. So, I mean, it's just amazing the things the human body can do. And when you have the right people around you and with the right mindset and the right support, how much more you can do. And I think that's one thing a lot of people don't realize. There's so many times where mindset is everything. I know it's cliche to say it, but if you say you can't, you, you can't. Because you're not uh, going to try and you've already given up. The, the hurricane heats and like last weekend with the death race, you know, it's the people who finish those races, the death races or the, the, the tan march or even a 50 miler, the people who finish that, it's not because they're the strongest or the fittest or anything. It's because they have the right mindset. And, and I know Joe Decina talks about that. David Goggins talks about it. Jocko Wilnick talks about it. Your body will do so much more than you think it can do. Oh yeah, and, and watching these athletes basically heal severed nerves, and and walk and and move and climb things that they never were supposed to be able to do has just been freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been awesome, and and that's one of the things. I mean, your mindset sets everything, and and I think that's one of the things I've been trying to get over quite a bit lately. Is you know I I let. After they, they, you know, I basically fell over on the Iron Man or I crashed, whatever you want to call it, fell over, um, and I, I hurt my shoulder. With your feet, <laughs> pretty much, and I hurt my shoulder and my knee. I used that as an excuse, and the thing is, too, I think a lot of people don't realize at that point, 
my body was destroyed. I mean, it had been over two years of running 100 miles every month, doing all that stuff. I was already having issues before that happened because I wouldn't give myself breaks. And that's one thing that I've made sure of on this time training. I mean, I'm swimming. I mean, anybody who's on my Strava can see it. I'm swimming a thousand meters a day, you know, Monday through Friday, um, riding the bike on my trainer, you know, twice a week during the week, running at least a 5k twice a week during the week. And then Saturday and Sunday, I up that. So I'm pushing hard right now, but I'm also taking Fridays off. I'm well, okay. I'm still swimming on Fridays, but swimming is whatever, but, but I'm taking Friday off from the, the, you know, the impacts. And all that stuff. And then sometimes in the middle, I do take a day. Like I took this Wednesday, not just because it was Valentine's Day, just because I needed, or Tuesday actually, the day before Valentine's Day, because I just needed a day to let my body relax. And that's the biggest thing I think a lot of people don't think about. Take that day because you need to. But if you have that mindset and keep pushing, you can get yourself there. But like I said, if you also have the opposite mindset, you'll 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 fall down. And that's, uh, you know, I, I hear you talk about it all the time on the show with Megan, the OCR trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she beats you up because you you don't follow a plan. You don't write down the plan. And you know exactly what you do wrong, but you still keep doing it. Yes. But it sounds like you're starting to listen a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So. It's just taken, you know, four years of talking to her every week to figure that out. Yeah. I love Megan. She's amazing. But, <laughs> Yeah. So, and that's it. I'm just pushing, trying to get, you know, a plan. I've been taking notes, taking, you know, seeing what I'm doing. I'm also been working, like I said, with the UROC endurance. Um, there might be some interesting things coming out of there soon. I've been, I've got a whole notebook here of ideas for stupid, stupid challenges. Um, uh, some of them are stolen and I'll admit it right off the bat. I mean, but I will make sure I give them credit. Some of them are stolen from battle miles. I stole their ideas. Um, uh, rock and run. I've got a couple that I've stolen the, their ideas, but I'm, I'm using their ideas. And anytime I use their ideas, anything, I'll make sure they get credit for it. But I mean, I'm pushing to, you know, maybe be doing something with you rock here soon. You rock endurance, um, some kind of crazy event. Awesome. That's no, I haven't even told Don about that. That's the first time he gets to hear about it. Yeah. Well, that's cause you're crazy and you're a jerk. Yeah. But, but no, it's that's awesome. I hope we get Juan Carlos on here soon so you can announce it and talk about it. I'm hoping uh, we got to get some things that we're working on. I mean, I did send you that cool pic in the, one of the pictures. If you notice, that's Juan Carlos with a beast net hatch on his back. Yep. On his rug. Probably time to order up some more. Um, I got one left. Nice. Yeah, it's probably that's time not on that. I've got the one on my pack and then one more nice. that I happen to find in a random box. That's why Juan Carlos got one because I found a random box with three in them. I gave one to Juan Carlos, one to Jamie, and then I've got one left. So somebody's got to come earn that. They need to come to Houston, Texas and do a ruck with you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I know we're both running out of time and we've been on the horn for about 45 minutes anyways. Really, I just wanted to come on the show, catch up with you and talk about the 2024 Beast Net slash More Heart Than Scars race season. And what's up and coming with the East and West Coast finally being a, a reality. And I kind of drop a little bit about Tanzania. Um, I'm going to catch Erica next time she's in town. And we're going to talk to her about that and elaborate further 
and help her do some fundraising so we can get some more wheelchairs up there for kids. I would love to do that. And that's one thing you're going to see too, is we're going to be, I mean, you've been seeing it anyway, that there's more emphasis on more heart than scars through BeastNet. Um, we are partnering. I mean, it's not really just partnering. We volunteer for more heart than scars. So they get what they want. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and we help them in any way possible because it's an amazing, amazing charity. Um, so there will be more, more heart than scars. I think we're going to have more of the volunteers on there, more of the team members on here and try and get more of the athletes. The, the adaptive athletes on here so you guys can get an understanding of how amazing it is to go out there and do stuff with these people yeah. all right well checking out from seattle and uh love you guys see you guys on the course soon um this will probably be the one time you see me on the base net podcast this year maybe maybe I'll more come back yeah whatever all right you guys have a good night see you later Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.